0: For more than a century, the movies have brought our most vivid nightmares to life. Often, the fear is conjured from fantasy, from imagining the unimaginable. But it's even more frightening when the
1: demons are real. Based on a true story, just that small phrase that these events actually happened sort of makes the film much more both relevant and much more terrifying. Norman
0: Bates in Psycho. Leatherface in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Buffalo Bill in the Silence of the Lambs. Each of these characters had its origins in the same true story, the unspeakable crimes of a single man. His name was Ed Gein.
2: to do. Put on a horror movie and just forget the world exists, kinda get in my head, get a little bit afraid, a little bit scared, but really get into it. For me however, what makes a horror movie truly terrifying is when I see those words pop up on the screen based on a true story. I've come here a time or two to tell you the true stories behind those Hollywood hits from the conjuring verse with the devil made me do it to a bit about the warrens to what I have for you today. Most people have seen many classic horror films, ones like psycho from 1960 or the Texas chainsaw massacre, the original 1976, and even the silence of the lambs from 1991. But many people may not know what the true terrifying factor is in all of these movies and a few other tales out there. The terrifying villains in these tales, these three movies in particular, and as I said, there are a handful of others out there, were all based on one real-life killer. Ed. Gein, otherwise known as the so-called Butcher of Plainfield. Now you have to understand, in November of 1957, when police walked into Ed Gein's home in Plainfield, Wisconsin, they had no idea of the horrors they were about to see. A local woman had recently disappeared, so they decided to go check out Mr. Edward, and uh, what they found was nothing short of disturbing. Not only did they find the woman that they were looking for, sadly it wasn't good, she was dead, I mean like decapitated, and hung from her ankles, but that is not all that they found. There were a number of shocking, grisly, horrific items that had been crafted by Mr. Ed Gein himself police ended up finding skulls, human organs, and gruesome pieces of furniture, you know, like lampshades just made of human faces, chairs upholstered with human skin. And uh, Gein's goal in all of this, as he later explained to the police, was to create a skin suit. Yeah, you heard that correctly. However, it wasn't exactly as you're thinking. He wanted this skin suit so he could, like, (laughs) quasi-resurrect his dead mother. Why are you asking? Probably not, but I'm gonna tell you anyways, is because Mr. Edward was obsessed with his mama. And I don't think in the most healthy way either. Anyways, if you uh, don't have a weak stomach and you really like disturbing stories and you like Leatherface or the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, maybe you love you a good, it puts the lotion on the skin or it gets the hose again. Or hey, (laughs) Maybe you just like Mr. I- wee, 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 Norman Bates. Whatever tickles your fancy or makes you go, what the fuck, I got it for you. And today's tale is nothing short of that. Because I'm about to tell you all about Edward Gein and how he butchered, murdered, and made the most fucked up furniture out of people. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and ghouls, let's begin. Writers
3: of fiction who are really good at it could take Ed Gein and you could make him almost to anything you wanted to make him in, in the world of horror because he had so much to work with.
2: Edward Theodore Gein was born on August 27th of 1906 in La Crosse, Wisconsin. Ed was brought up under pretty heavy influence of his religious and domineering mother. Her name was Augusta, and she would soon become the object of his affection, or maybe obsession, <laughs> for the rest of his life. She raised Ed and his brother Henry to believe that the world was full of evil. Women were vessels of sin. She also told the boys that drinking and uh, immortality were instruments of the devil. Augusta was absolutely frantic to protect her family from the evil in which she truly did believe lurked in every corner of the world. She decided that maybe it was time to move. According to her, La Crosse was nothing but a sinkhole of filth, a place of sin that would just devour your soul in nothing but darkness. She thought the best place for them to go would be Plainfield. Even there though, Augusta had this family settled down out of town since she believed that actually living in town could end up corrupting her two boys. But as she was there, it didn't actually seem as though she was as content as she thought, but I don't wanna get ahead of myself. Now, as a result of how Augusta was, Ed Gein only ever left his family when, well, she allowed, which wasn't really often. They lived in an isolated farmhouse and he could leave when he had to go to school but that was really literally just about it. He did however fail to establish any meaningful connections with any of his classmates. They remembered him as this extremely socially awkward and kind of odd kid. He would go into these bouts of unexplainable laughter. Ed also had a lazy eye and a pretty noticeable speech impediment. Which, as you know, because kids can be real big assholes and don't get mad at me because I call kids assholes because they fucking can be. But he was being bullied because of you know his eye and his speech impediment, which I get he's gonna grow up to be a brutal murderer. However, he was a child in this instance and that is fucked up. Like I said, kids can be assholes. If you don't like it, then raise your kids better, okay? As in, if you don't like me calling them assholes, (laughs) raise better children. And by that, I mean, please raise your kids to be better because if you don't want me to call them assholes, then don't raise little assholes, okay? Before we really dive into Ed's first murder, I need to say that despite the way Augusta was with her boys and the way she sheltered them and isolated them from the rest of the world, Ed adored his mother. He absolutely loved her, like in any and every way. (laughs) Believe me, he did. I don't know why I kind of like, chuckled and giggled there but that makes me very uncomfortable and when i get uncomfortable sometimes i laugh i don't know what to do with myself so i'm like <laughs> awkward now augusta's husband you know Ed's father was a rather timid alcoholic who died in 1940. his dad didn't really have a massive effect on his life much like augusta did Ed absorbed the lessons of Augusta through the world and seemed to embrace her harsh worldview. He genuinely believed, just like she did, that evil was everywhere. That sin was coming to get ya. Though Henry sometimes would actually stand up to his mother, Ed never, ever did. (laughs) Oh, this story is about to get really fucked up. Because if you didn't think kids were assholes before, you will with Ed.
1: There's something about Gein that appeals to the morbid curiosity within all of us. It's so macabre, so bizarre, so deviant that we can't look away.
4: How long have you known, Mr. Gein? Gein? What kind of a man did you know him well, a man
0: is a nice man, just like anybody else. The only difference I'd say in man, he seems to be a little odd. Ah. In
2: 1944, Ed and Henry would set out to clear some vegetation in their fields by burning it away. This is really common in farms or places with a lot of land, it's just easier. Now this whole event would actually go on into the night. However, though both boys left the house that day to clear the vegetation together, only one would survive. As the brothers were working and gathering vegetation, their fire suddenly got out of control. And of course, when the firefighters arrived to put out this raging blaze, Ed told them that Henry had vanished. Sadly, his body was found soon after the fire was put out. Henry was face down in the marsh, dead from asphyxiation. Now, of course, at the time, this seemed like an absolutely tragic accident. Poor Augusta and her only remaining son. She's lost her husband and now a child. But accidental or not, I don't want to speculate. It seems, though, that uh, his brother would be a rather fitting, fantastical first victim, seeing as how Henry would stand up to Augusta. You know, (laughs) the object of Ed's obsession. So disturbing. Speaking of disturbing, now that daddy was dead, and so is, uh, brother boy, (laughs) the two were living alone in this farmhouse, completely isolated, barely ever leaving, for about a year. Yep, just the two of them, just alone in this giant house, (laughs) barely ever getting out or anyone ever seeing them, you know, until Augusta's death in 1945. This is when Ed Gein, the monster that we truly know today, would begin his decade-long descent into absolute depravity.
0: Bernice Warden's mutilated and decapitated corpse had been found that night in the woodshed of 51-year-old Ed Gein. With Gein now in custody, police prepared to enter his house for the first time. It was a cold, dark night. And the place had no electricity. The officers had only
4: lanterns and flashlights to illuminate the scene. Well, Gein's entire house was in a state of really unimaginable squalor. It was so completely, completely overwhelmed with the trash of a decade. It
3: was chaos in in, in terms of, of housekeeping. Well, you don't keep houses. Just it was the kitchen was a jumble. Everything that you know there was dirty things
0: here and. and Newspapers laid up here and and junk all over the place. But the officers discovered much more than mere filth. In plain sight,
4: scattered throughout the house, was a ghastly array of human remains. Investigators were completely stunned and appalled to discover this incredible collection of human body objects. Uh, And among the things they found were, were bowls that had been made from the tops of human skulls And then they found what looked looked
3: like trinkets, but it was like a string of of nipples from breasts, all on a string. They found uh, a shade pole that was made from uh, a set of women's lips. And they had found other body parts there. Then you'd go out into what would be like a living room, and they found furniture, a lampshade that uh, was was made out of human skin, uh, chairs
4: that were upholstered in human skin. They found face masks. Dean had apparently flayed the skin from the from the heads of the victims and preserved them and stuffed them with paper and hung them on the wall as decorations
2: following his mother's death, Ed began to transform the house into sort of like a, a shrine to her. Any room that she had lived in used or kind of made hers he boarded it up and kept it in pristine condition especially her room ed himself moved into a small bedroom just off of the kitchen now that he was living alone pretty far from town he started to kind of focus on and sink into some pretty peculiar obsessions we're not talking woodworking and you know like just uh engraving i mean he was making furniture but he wasn't exactly using wood if you catch my drift Ed began to fill his days by studying human anatomy and, more so, about Nazi medical experiments. Also, when he wasn't doing that, he would be consuming a mass amount of porn. Although he never attempted to actually date any real-life women, he really did like to see them naked, at least, you know, in his reading acquirement. Speaking of reading, he did also fill his time with a lot of horror novels as well when he wasn't looking at the naked ladies and stuff. He did begin to indulge in this kind of, like, sick fantasy that was actually more of, like, several sick fantasies. But it would take a very long time for anyone to catch on to exactly what Mr. Gein was doing. No one really thought much about him living in this farmhouse outside of town because that's just how his family had been for, well since they moved there. Think of it like Edward sits her hands. you know, he's just up there on the hill, not doing anything and leaving everybody alone. However, in 1957, a local hardware store owner by the name of Bernice Warden actually would vanish. Now, she did leave a little bit of something behind, and that was bloodstains, which really set up the alarm bells. Bernice was a 58-year-old widow and had last been seen at her store. Now of course, who do you think her last customer was? Mr. Eddy Boy. He went into the store supposedly to buy some antifreeze and well, that was the last time that Bernice had been seen. They went out to the farmhouse to investigate maybe they could find something that could connect maybe ed to bernice or maybe they could find bernice or who knows but (laughs) they'd find something for sure a lot of something a lot of somethings like a lot of scary fucking somethings a lot of gross somethings a lot of disturbing somethings and bernice as i said earlier they were literally in a nightmare bubba sawyer and his texas family ain't got nothing on this house of fucking horrors as soon as the investigators stepped inside of Ed Gein's house, they found Bernice in the kitchen. Of course, as I said, she was dead, and she was hanging from her ankles, right there from the rafters. They were also looking at and finding countless bones, you know, both whole and fragmented. Skulls were impaled on his bedpost, what a lovely, welcoming design. I love skulls, I really do, and I think that would be super cool, but to have real human skulls that I... But I don't- you know what? I would never sleep. (laughs) Feel like my victims will be standing in the corner just like, you fucking bitch, I am stuck in this horrible house. Are you serious right now? Sorry, I make jokes when I'm uncomfortable and Edgeen is fucking uncomfortable. Let's continue to what else they found in his home. Besides all of the bowls and kitchen utensils made from skulls, there were bones everywhere all over the house. Along with bones, there was human skin used to make everyday objects. Authorities found chairs, upholstered in skin, waist baskets made of skin, leggings made of skin, masks made from faces, belts made of nipples, a pair of lips were being used as a window shade drawstring, a corset made of a female torso, and a lap shade, sorry, lamp shade, my bad, sometimes words are a little bit tough, made out of a human face. What the f- Along with all of these skin items, police found various dismembered body parts including fingernails, four noses, and the genitals of nine, count nine different women. They also found the remains of Mary Hogan who had been a tavern keeper and she had gone missing about three years before in 1954. Ed readily admitted that he collected most of the remains from three local graveyards which he had actually started going and visiting two years after his mother passed away. He told police that he started going to these graveyards in a daze. He was he was looking for bodies that he thought maybe kind of resembled his mother. <laughs> gross, gross to so many things on all of that I've said, so <laughs> nasty. Ed also went on to explain why he told authorities, probably the most disturbing motive that I've ever read for most of these things that have ever occurred around the world, but, um, <laughs> he really wanted to create a woman's suit. Ed genuinely wanted to make a woman suit so that he could become his mother. He wanted to be his mammy. He wanted to look and feel like her. Oh my God, this is so disturbing. He, quote, wanted to crawl into her skin. Excuse me. I need to go throw up. I'll be right back. Following the police's visit to Ed Gein's house, the butcher of Plainfield was arrested. Ed would be found not guilty by reasons of insanity. That very same year of 1957, he was sent to the Central State Hospital for the Criminally Insane. While he was there, he'd be diagnosed with schizophrenia. Also, during this time, the farmhouse that he, his mother, Henry, and his father had all once lived in and had turned into a house of literal nightmares. Well, wouldn't you know, it would go on to be burned to the ground. I'm sure the angry town nearby who had been missing many of their loved ones may have had something to do with it, but I don't want to point any fingers. Ten years later, Ed was deemed fit to finally stand trial. He would go on to be convicted of the murder of Bernice Warden, but just of Bernice. He would never be tried for Mary Hogan's murder because the state allegedly saw it as a waste of money. Ed, according to them, was insane. This stood for their reasoning that he would spend the rest of his life in hospitals or jail or just behind bars protected away from society. But this does kind of leave us wondering, how many people did Ed Gein truly kill? Until his death in 1984 at the age of 77, Ed only ever admitted to murdering Bernice and Mary. The other bodies that had been found in the home, he stated, were simply from the graves that he had robbed. Now, this leaves you room to wonder, because according to police records, they found as many as 40 victims in his home. We truly may never know how many people fell victim to the Butcher of Plainfield. Ed Gein will go on to be an extremely prolific serial killer. Although we'll never know the exact count of bodies to Ed Gein's roster, we know it's rather long and fucked up. And that, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, is why Ed Gein has been inspiration for the many monsters of Hollywood. From Norman Bates of Psycho, to Leatherface of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, to Buffalo Bill and Silence of the Lambs, and many others. It's easy to paint a villain such as Ed Gein, because that's simply what he was. However, one thing remains in all of this, all of the Hollywood hits and the incredible movies that have come from this horrific story. The real life tale of Ed Gein and his victims, what he did up there in that farmhouse all alone and with his mother, mind you, gross the true story of Ed Gein is more horrific than any that you'll see on the silver screen.
1: It was a time where he became almost un-lifelike, almost like he was a a creature of fiction, I think. Uh,
4: Some type of a demigod, almost. My name is Gunnar Hansen. In 1973, I killed four people. I
1: was Leatherface in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Texas Chainsaw Massacre was released. It played predominantly in drive-ins. And to say there was a, an uproar over it would be an understatement. You know, teenagers went in their cars looking for a good time. And what they were uh, exposed to was literally 90 minutes of pure hell. Directed by Toby Hooper, the film featured a character named
0: Leatherface who wore a mask made of human skin.
4: During the filming, late one night, Toby told me that this was based on Ed Gein, uh, very loosely. I mean, what he said was that Ed Gein was the inspiration for the family, that if you take, essentially, the fact that they made furniture out of bones, that they had skin lamps, uh, that they might be cannibals, and that Leatherface wore a mask... Those characteristics were lifted from Ed Gein. What Leatherface really is, is Ed Gein, as a little child, would imagine him to be.
1: Because these crimes were real, we had to make Leatherface into this hulking monster who wears a mask of human flesh and wields a chainsaw, instead of being the boy next door who who does these horrible things. ¶¶ 17 years later, a different
0: take on the legend of Ed Gein would help make the film The Silence of the Lambs a critical and commercial hit.
4: If you look at The Silence of the Lambs, where the Buffalo Bill character is trying to make a a skin suit out of women's body parts, which is something that's based directly on Gein. The killer, the grave robber, all of the things
3: that, you know, you want to get into a good horror story, he was there. He was their source. Because the imagination could take... Ed Gein anywhere, and, uh, and, it, and it has.
1: The irony is that as twisted as Norman Bates was, as terrifying as Leatherface wielding his chainsaw is, and as pathologically insane as Buffalo Bill is, Gein was worse. Gein had everything these characters had in spades. 2001 saw the release
0: of a low-budget independent film about the life of Ed Gein.
1: I thought Ed Gein would be a good topic for a movie just because of the mindset of this person, Uh, this, this person who...
2: That was the story of Ed Gein. Leatherface, Norman, Buffalo Bill. Just a real fucked up dude, okay? Hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I wanted to let you know that I really do appreciate you coming here, listening. And if you make it to the end of these episodes, that means so much to me. If you have any stories you'd like me to look into, maybe some cases I've never mentioned or any along the lines of conspiracies, hauntings, or strange and unusual, send that my way to what whattheactualeffharmony at gmail.com. Also if you're not already following me on social media, feel free to do that as well. You can find me on TikTok and Instagram at ohheyitsharmony. Before I do, mosey on out of here and hopefully survive another week in this crazy world with murderers, psychos, ghouls, goblins, and ah, aliens apparently as well too now. I wanted to let you guys know that I may not be here next week and a little spotty for a few weeks because school is about to begin again and I'm in the process of a whole lot of stuff going on. I will do my very very best to release an episode every week but please forgive me if I do miss one here or there. If you do really miss me, as always, you can send me an email like I just left you that address for or just follow me on those socials that I shared with you. I'll be around as best I can. Anyways until the next episode i hope that you stay safe watch your back maybe don't go hanging around any farmhouses later because who knows maybe if you do you should hold on to your nipples for who knows they could end up on a string yeah that was a little bit of a dark joke probably shouldn't have said that but you know what i tell jokes when i'm uncomfortable and as i said again makes me uncomfortable with that said i love you and i'll talk to you next time please truly and really stay safe and take care of yourself because I never want to tell a story like this about you. Okay, bye!